This podcast contains adult language and mature themes, which may not be suitable for all listeners. So listen at your own fucking risk. Welcome to Essential NPCs, the podcast where we sample some of the best and possibly some of the worst tabletop RPGs. I'm Tommy. I'm Addie. And you're listening to Series 1, Episode 9, The Trees Have Eyes. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Who knows what that could mean? Uh, welcome to Episode 9. Uh, before we start, we want to get some announcements out of the way. Uh, first one, kind of a solemn one. Unfortunately, last episode, we said that Addie was going to be present at Winter Fantasy. She was going to be DMing. But I wasn't. But she wasn't. Because I got the flu. And you might have been able to hear it a little bit when we recorded Words with the DM last week. Uh, Just a little bit stuffy. And then all of a sudden... It was awful. Yeah, uh, you can actually, if those of you who don't follow our Instagram uh, or our (laughs) Facebook or our Twitter, (laughs) uh, we posted on all of those, uh, letting you guys know that she failed her constitution save against the flu. Hardcore Like, really badly. Like, she was, like, bedridden (laughs) right around the time. For a week. Yeah, it was was terrible. But uh, she's better now, obviously. Uh, but like at like 96%. Yeah. 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 And, uh, (laughs) uh, so we're really sorry that she wasn't there. Um, but there are plenty of more cons coming up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hopefully she'll be able to secure a DM spot at one of those and you guys will be able to meet her there. Sorry again to get your hopes up. Any of you who went to winter fantasy. I stalked it on Facebook because I was sad I wasn't <laughs> Yeah, you had to live vicariously. <laughs> um, as for our other announcement, we have our first ever Essential NPCs giveaway! We went ahead and uh, uh, took all of our entries for the Essential NPCs giveaway of Elminster's Forgotten Realms, and we assigned each person to a die roll, and we rolled that die. Yeah. And it came up as Nick and Jerry, you have won the giveaway for Elminster's Forgotten Realms. <laughs> Congratulations, Nick Gajeri. Uh You posted on Facebook saying that Welby was your favorite uh, part of Essential NPCs so far. And honestly, I think I might have to agree. Uh, but congratulations to you. We will have the cast sign that, and we will get it to you as soon as possible. Congratulations again. Um, yeah, first giveaway! Woo-hoo. Woo! We're hoping to have more of those in the future. Stay tuned. I'm sure it will come up. Um... And thanks to everyone else who entered and shared your favorite moments. Oh, yeah. It was I, really great. Yeah. I agree with all of you. And I'm <laughs> sad that we can't give you all things. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, enter next time and maybe you'll get something. Yeah. All right. All right. One, one really quick final announcement. Last one before we keep going. Mm-hmm. And that is that there will be an extra episode of Essential NPCs <gasps> yep. this week. Yeah. Uh, bonus episode three. Yep. Um, that is coming out this Friday, so stay tuned and check that out when it comes out. Yeah. All right. So, words with the DM. Hi. Yep, I knew it was coming. Uh, <laughs> words with the DM Hi. for series one, episode eight, 
Faerunian Linguistics, our first ever cliffhanger for essential NPCs. True. That lovely cliffhanger when two owlbears are just bearing down on Oberon. What Bearing the f- down. Man, that wasn't even intentional. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, uh, that, was a, that was a fun little moment. Uh, you could hear the uh, upset tone in everyone playing when you were like, and that's where we'll end tonight. And everyone's like, no! Yeah. Except for except for Seth. He just says, you're going to die, son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're going to try and make this Words with the DM a little shorter. Yeah, so we can we can pick up where we left so off. So we can get you guys back to um, the fight. Um, so with that in mind... Uh, yeah, so um, this episode was rife with um, sort of could-have-beens. Um, the party made a whole bunch of choices uh, that led them to this particular turn of events. You know, they, they decided to take the path through the sword uh, mountains instead of heading to Neverwinter. Yeah, yeah. Um, that would have changed a lot. And then um, they decided to stay with the dwarves in in the sword mountains and then left in the morning without possibly exploring some things that might have been uh, were there, there some to things explore? to explore yeah I mean you guys don't try you try not to metagame but uh yeah yeah so um if you had metagamed at all you would have been like hmm this place has people in it Maybe. surely there's some kind <laughs> of quest that these people can give us yeah and I also didn't make the hook particularly strong ah. um there's a there's a thing that I had like written in bold letters that I wanted to like make sure I said, uh, and then I didn't say it. So in a situation like that, as a DM, are you uh, like upset when we just kind of keep walking, or or are you kind of like prepared for us not to interact with that part of the world that you had um, built? Yes, I'm prepared for you to move on, decide that it's not for you, or not pick up a hook. Um, I'm a little spoiled with the podcast because you guys are pretty good at picking up my <laughs> hooks. Um, but yeah, no, uh, as a DM, it just like always, you have to be able to roll with things. Um, and plus, I, for some god awful reason, and I am so sorry to all of my <laughs> friends in Scotland, I had just like a brain malfunction in my accents cortex. Yeah. <laughs> Addie, Addie lived in Scotland for a while, and I'm <laughs> terrible at Scottish accents, as I say in the episode we just listened to. Um, however, uh, your accent was fucking terrible. Oh, thank you so much. I'm like, it's so incredibly embarrassing. I can't even listen to it. I, I have to reveal to the fans that you asked me to edit out <laughs> the, the, the interaction with the dwarves in the mountains. Because you're like, you guys just kept walking and nothing happened and my accent was terrible. Please just take that out. I don't want anyone to hear it. And I didn't because I have to stay loyal to you, the fans, and I have to give you what happened. And what happened was Addie had a terrible accent. I actually had a comment from one of my friends. What was that? Yeah? Yeah. One of your friends in Scotland? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, everyone who, who's in Scotland. Or listening. just anyone. There is anyone who has, like, an ear for Ears. accents. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've obviously talked about what your least favorite part of the episode is. Yeah. The accents. <laughs> uh, what about your favorite part as the DM? What, what did you enjoy from this episode? I did... Uh, in- <laughs> 
this is me being an evil DM again. But I, I did actually really enjoy sort of the, um, and I was like, oh, you guys hear a thud, 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 thud. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like eyes around the table went sort of like darting around and like really wide. And I was just like, he, he, he. Yeah, and then you have that, that great moment where Crescent's like, incoming lads, <laughs> like, as you're going, da 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 <laughs> uh, Yeah, I really like that. Um, and then uh, I just really enjoyed sort of Crethlin being Crethlin. This episode sort of just highlights that in, in a way that I don't think another episode really has, you know. Crethlin doesn't remember people's names <laughs> because they're just not that important. And so Adric uh, becomes Adrin. And, you know, he he's like, oh, yeah, I'll take all three of those drinks. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you know, and then he gets, you know, all pissed at, you know, being challenged by a bunch of wildlife and, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, isn't concerned that he's wearing a, a centaur's tail. They're nicer than other centaurs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just very Crethlin-y. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of a lot of decent Crethlin moments in there. I love when he when he mouths off to the red lady when that whole meeting had gone perfectly fine. And then she simply offers him, like, oh yes, if you'd like some dwarf or whatever she says. Mm-hmm. And he goes, What did you call oh, me? Yeah. And everyone goes, No. No, please no. Crethlin, Crethlin, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He stays true to character the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 a spot on illustration of who Crethlin is. Yeah. So then, what's your favorite part? Oh, my favorite part. Yeah, your favorite. Oh, I have a thing for this. You, I do. I do. You have a thing. For this. Yeah. Hold on. I gotta just grab. No, oh, it's it's <laughs> it's worth it. I promise. Uh, all right. <laughs> Hold on. It's just. Yeah. So when he uh, said he'd be right back, that was a little bit of an underestimation. Shut up! Where is it? All right. right. So, my favorite part of the last episode is that it provided me with a new ringtone (laughs) for whenever Seth texts me or calls me. And that ringtone is... You fucking fuck! This armor belonged to my grandfather! (laughs) (laughs) Really? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. It's totally set so that whenever Seth texts me, <laughs> my phone, no matter where I am, I could be like around children. It doesn't matter. Just fucking Crethlin going, you fucking fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, that, and that is actually, I mean, it kind of plays off of yours a little bit, you know, very crethlin moment. But yeah, yeah, that, that part, like I immediately, as soon as I was, I was putting this episode, like I was editing this episode, I just, I got to that part and I was like, yep. Yeah, it's going to be whenever Seth texts me. That's, <laughs> that's what's happening. And so I just kind of cut it and rendered just that part and put it in iTunes and turned it into a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> we should put that on the website. Hey, yeah, if you guys want that as a ringtone, just let me know. I'll, I'll upload the MP3 to the website. <laughs> <laughs> so those are our favorite moments. Yours was much more substantial than mine. Uh <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we want to we want to get into episode nine. We want to see what happens. Uh, we ended on a cliffhanger. We want to jump into this. So, unless you have anything else to say, uh, just good luck. Oh God! <laughs> All right. So here we go. Episode nine. The trees have eyes. 
Enjoy. Well met. My name is Oberon Delgado, a Termish gladiator hailing from a remote desert village called Evershade. As quick with a sword as I am with my cutting wit, on a typical day you can expect to find me in one of two places. The local fighting pits, or the library. When I was a young boy, a stroke of luck led me to discover a buried chest that had once belonged to a master bard called Hoban Baybason. Amongst his belongings were an old cracked ocarina and a leather-bound journal. Within its pages, I found obscure glyphs and diagrams from which I began to decipher the mysteries of the arcane. Over a decade later, I'm still attempting to unlock all the secrets this journal has to offer. While I've only been on the road for a few years now, I've crossed the path of more than a few interesting traveling companions. As is the Bardic Way, I've taken to listening to their stories and occasionally even joining in on some of their adventures. The most recent of these companions came in the form of a mountain dwarf named Kreflin, whom I met in a tavern brawl a few months back. In his company, I've found myself swept up in a journey that makes the fighting pits seem dull in comparison. Until now, I've simply documented the stories of others. But something tells me I'll be chronicling my own tales for posterity soon enough. I'm called Kreflin Partintel, an officer of the clan Thrain, barbarian and mountain dwarf of the highest caliber. I was a military lad before the first hairs grew on my chin and I served for 200 years until they retired me and put me in the fucking lawmaker's guild. I used to lead every clan migration between strongholds, scouting ahead, clearing the path, destroying threats, but once they retired me I had to travel with the civilians. Well. I didn't have that for long. I left my clan three decades ago now and wouldn't return for all the gold in the caverns. I'm a traveler now. The laws of the Thrin are still close to my heart. For years, my officer salary kept me afloat, but I've run flat broke now and have to work for my logger. Luckily, there's lots to be done with a maul and a hand axe. Oberon started following me around about seven or eight moons ago. The lad annoys the shite out of me, but he has his moments. Mostly, he's there to tell my tale once I've finally been slain by some tough bastard. I suppose he's useful for something. If you want a glimpse into my travels, just take a look in my knapsack. I've got a centaur's tail cut with my own hands. I've got a beard comb made from the rib of a bear, the one whose skin I've got round my shoulders there. Just look at that face. I've got a bottle of wine from the finest elven pantry, and I've got plenty of room for more trophies of the like. I go piss off before I make you eat your teeth. I'm Benkard Brightwood, paladin of the Cuthbertine Order. I was sent by my order to assist the Thieves' Guild. For a bunch of brigands, they surprisingly do quite a bit of God's work. When I arrived, I met a group of fellow adventurers. We came across this funny little halfling by the name of Barley. Barley was rather annoying, but all in all, I could tell he was a good man. When Barley was killed just because he was annoying, never felt so helpless in my life. Felt like I let down St. Cuthbert and the common man he's supposed to protect, that I was supposed to protect. That night I swore an oath to Barley, to everyone, 
you're ever harmed by evil, I, Bankard Brightwood, Paladin of St. Cuthbert, shall use his blessings to make you whole again, and harness his wrath to cleave evil in two. I'm Darren Draug. They call me the cleaner. Whenever there's a dirty job, I'm the guy the Thieves Guild calls to clean it up. I think fast, I talk fast, I act fast. I was born a wood elf, but I'd say I'm more of a city elf now. I don't see my family much anymore. At 351 years old, I'm just over the proverbial hill, and I've been doing what I'm doing for a long time. I bounced around Baldur's Gate and Waterdeep for a century or two, mostly cleaning, with a brief detour into doomed romance. I've never been much of a family man, especially since the job tends to get in the way. Occasionally, the differing nature of mortality between elves and humans gets in the way as well. But in recent years, I've been watching the next generation of Thieves Guild members grow up and come into their own, the latest of which is my dear young friend Bryn the Handsome, who called me in for a particularly dirty job. And unless my experience is wrong, with this job and these companions, it's gonna take a lot of cleaning. So the last time we left our adventurers, they were in a fairly precarious situation. <laughs> nah. They met the uh, Red Lady, or the Lady of the Woods, in the High Forest near Silvery Moon, uh, having defeated a uh, demon-like vortex to the abyss, or I guess withheld from being sucked into the vortex. Um, and then <laughs> traveling north, they left the high road and uh, traveled uh, east to the high forest where they met the Lady of the Wood, as previously mentioned, who uh, helped them unlock some of the secrets about the stones that they've been searching for and gave them some very confusing information about uh, Anna Ravenhelm, who uh, they have been seeking for uh, some time now. They This clue led them south to the um, ruins of Kars, uh, where they were searching out another of the stones, only to find themselves beset with uh, three owl bears and a displacer beast, as if they were conjured to fight them. Uh, what? I knew Whoa. it. After taking a fairly strong beating and uh, and a glorious earth tremor followed by an enraged dwarf hit, a mountain dwarf hit, uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, have turned on uh, the party's bard yeah. uh, and are now facing him and growling. And, and that's, that's Oberon's reaction, too. He, he kind of stands up and sees them and goes, So they are going to come and attack you. All right. I expected as much. They can make it to me over the difficult terrain, I assume. (laughs) Yeah, you're only about 10 feet away. Yeah, I'm not very protected at the moment. (laughs) They don't do it gracefully, but here they are. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, the first one tries to bite you, but loses its footing on the uh, uh, open terrain, and uh, it uh, doesn't quite uh, hit. Um, Depth perception is not its strong suit. 
and again, it tries to claw you, but it has been knocked wibbly-wobbly from your Earth Tremors. Even though it was sturdy when it happened, now it feels like the ground is still shaking, even though it's... Uh, <laughs> and it sort of hisses at you angrily. The second one comes up and tries to bite you uh, and gets solid purchase on your forearm. Not his forearm. Ah, my That's favorite forearm! <laughs> so you take 13 piercing damage, uh, and then it's going to try and uh, slash at you. And it, uh, having a firm grip on your arm, uh, is able to slash you uh, across uh, your stomach. Ow. And you take uh, 19 slashing damage. Oh <laughs> Gonna be saving him again this time, guys. Uh, well, maybe he'll save himself. It builds character. He'll be okay. <laughs> he can try. <laughs> he can try. <sighs> I'm not feeling good. Um, I, that was a deep cut across my stomach. Yeah. Um, you you uh, clasp your arm to your stomach as uh, as uh, you you try to shake the. Uh, the owlbear off of your forearm. I'm not considered grappled. You are not. Okay, good. Flavor grappled. Flavor grappled. Just want to make sure, because that would be bad. And then uh, the third one, having failed twice to attack the uh, shiny thing, it is going to attack the thing that's just appeared out its side and hit it. Oh no, Daren! Protect me! <laughs> oh, you want me to protect you? Please. Reaction! <laughs> As it attempts to bite him, I'm going to punch it with my shield and knock it off course. Okay. Right, right in its little stupid owl face. <laughs> yeah, what a nerd. <laughs> what, uh, I, I like to imagine when it turned to bite me, its head turned like 180 degrees. <laughs> uh, what, uh, what mechanic is that that you're using? The protector style? Yeah, his fighting style. He uh, imposes disadvantage. Oh, okay. Cool. It, uh, its head pivots on its neck and attempts to bite at uh, Darren just to get smacked in the back of the head <laughs> by uh, Bankard Shield and uh, misses uh, completely. I say a thousand Clunk. thanks in Elvish. It looked like it was coming for you with some serious bite. <laughs> uh, and then it's going to try and claw um, the guy who just bashed him in the back of the head. Uh, but uh, he's still dizzy from the um, knock that, that you just gave him, and uh, it just scrapes across the front of your armor without actually doing any damage to you. Uh, the Displacer Beast uh, stands up and uh, again starts to uh, blur itself, displace itself, if you will, and then it's going to try and attack uh, Krethlin. And uh, its first tentacle strike, thwap, uh, right on your the side of your arm. Oh, not me, cloak! <laughs> uh, missing the, the head of the bear. Okay. Um, and you take 11 uh, damage. Maybe that's if we... divided by half because you are raging, sir. Oh, yeah, I... Uh, Bankard, it is your turn. All right. I am going to attack Senor Albear that is right there. Uh, 14? Yeah, you do hit it. You do hit it. <laughs> that was a good All impression. Right. That was great. I feel offended. 10 more. Uh, okay. I'm going to slash once, and then, you know, do the counterattacks. So I'll, I'll block it and then take that opening. Ooh, 20. That hits? Not natural. Okay. 
And another 10. Wow. Consistent 10 damage strikes. A, a, that is a it's very, very common sensible. sense number. Yeah. <laughs> That's a sensible amount of damage. It's <laughs> a perfectly reasonable, not a ridiculous, crazy, chaotic rogue sneak attack. It's not too attack. much. It's not too little. It's like, it's good, man. Uh, so having raised your um, shield up to bash it in the back of the head has opened up your body so you have your full swinging strength. You bring uh, your axe up along the side of its neck um, and before it even realizes what happens, you bring it back down, severing uh, its spinal cord and it's just a uh, and it crumbles to the ground. Yeah, motherfucker! Uh, You alright, my friend? Who, me? Oh, yeah. Let's get another one. Uh, <laughs> I like your spirit. Um, and Kreflin, it's your turn. Look at me! I feel so proud. Um, so he managed to hit my shoulder again a little bit, and mm -hmm. uh, that just pisses me off enough so that I attack recklessly. Let's just go with that. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, because he is displaced, but you are attacking recklessly, uh, you roll one die. Hey, normal! <laughs> hey! Yay! That is Natural nat 20 plus 8. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, roll your damage, double all the dice. Yes. Can I steal these? Yeah, go for it. The, these dice were made for stealing. And that's just what I'll do. 6, 11. Really? That's it? Yeah, you rolled low on all those dice. That's pretty shitty. 11. Okay. Oh, and uh, so um, he smacked me across the elbow, and uh, I uh, swing my maul around so that it's aiming uh, for his right leg. I'm going to try and cripple it, and I hit it. Okay, is this the front right, middle the right, or back right? <laughs> right, that's right. Uh, it's going to be the front right. Okay. So I hit him right in that fucking leg, uh, and then just to spite it, it like goes... And I use the kind of bounce backs to swing it back around my head to attack the left front leg. Okay. And that is a 24. And. That is a 10. Uh, so, Kreslin takes his maul and uh, brings it down nearly like a golf swing. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, just wham! Knocks right into the. Uh, elbow equivalent of the uh, leg and it it's poor pisses. little hackle and then uh, and then uh, he brings it back up and right down on the shoulder of the uh, front left leg area and um, you hear a as you uh, land it it uh, raises its hackles and arches its back and its tentacles like flip around in the air just like ready to like smack the crap out of you you can tell it is not happy and so I spit in his eye. <laughs> Darren. Uh, okay, so uh, seeing the felled owlbear, uh, our work is not yet done. Uh, Oberon is over there dealing with two owlbears. Do I see which one of them I had stabbed earlier? Yeah, the one that's closer to you, okay. is actually. So I'm, I'm going to pick that one out, and um, uh, I'll leave... I'll leave um, Bankard's decision to him, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna rush in to save my dear friend Oberon. So I'm gonna long loping strides dash over to um, that owlbear, and I think it's like a it's rearing back maybe to hit you, and I'm gonna try to flash in with like a fencing strike and hit it in its underarm. 
and catch it before it tries to hit you again. Sure. Uh, 21. That hits. Because I got a buddy within five feet of it. I'll get sneaky. <laughs> uh, that'll be 17 damage. Okay. Wow. Oh, and I can bon- I can attack with my second bonus action. You can. Uh, 18. Um, so it rears up to strike it over on for another claw attack, and you uh, just dodge in, and um, your first short sword digs deep into its uh, shoulder, nearly to the hilt, and then you take the your second short sword, and uh, you dig it right under its uh, ribs, um, and you just, you feel like a, a, a slight pressure for a second, and then a pop. Uh, and uh, it uh, roar hoots. <laughs> um, and would you please roll a dexterity check for me? Uh oh. A natural 20. Oh. Okay. Um, and you are able to uh, move out of the way in time as it collapses to the ground and you uh, flourish your blades. Damn right, I do. Uh, splashing the blood on the ground. <laughs> now that's panache. <laughs> I blow off the, the smoke off the tip of my shorts. <laughs> okay, um, now it is the final owl bear's turn. Um, it would have to reach over its buddy uh, in order to reach Darren, so mm-hmm. it's going to continue to attack the scary, rumbly ground guy. Yeah, I'm really scary here with my no my hit points. S- my strategy of hiding behind owlbear corpses is paying off. <laughs> Uh, and it's going to uh, try to regrep on its bite. Oh. Uh, it misses. Oh you see it going for your arm, and you pull it away just in time, and you just get a. Uh, and then it, upset that it missed, it rears back and tries to claw you, seeing how well that went for its buddy. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it uh, manages to uh, scrape its claws. Across your chest. Ooh, get raked. Um, it does for 15 damage. Oh, bye! Well, I have four hit points left, so I believe I am... Unconscious. Yeah. Shit, dude. No, no, he's gonna be fine. Because <laughs> there's a bank card here. Oberon, no! So, yeah, uh, so it, it hits me for 15 damage. Yes. Uh, I, I reach up stumbling forward and drop my uh, my shillelagh weapon as the magic fades out of it and just fall flat on my face. I like try to catch you, but I can't with two swords in my hand. <laughs> two swords and an owl bear between yeah. you. <laughs> well, why do these two short swords not allow me to love? <laughs> um. Oh, man. Uh, you can't hug someone when you are armed to the teeth. <laughs> okay, well, uh, the Displacer Beast is going to go uh, and try to attack the dude who's been wailing on him. They call me a wailer. So, uh, once again, the first tentacle, uh, the one on the left is just, like, not doing his job today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, the second one does solidly hit you, uh, this time in the same arm that it hit you before. Um, and you take 12 damage, uh, and it's half because you're raging. And, uh, Oberon, if you could roll a, uh, death saving throw for me. Yeah! A 14. Okay, so that's one, uh, success. Yeah, boy. Um, and then, uh, Bankard, it is your turn. 
Oh, Bankard. Bankard sees his friend fall to this foul creature, and uh, he's filled with a divine rage. Oberon, no! He's going to run over to that owlbear. I'm going to use Divine Smite at level two. Uh, you can wait to see if you use Divine Smite until after it hits or not, so you don't oh, expend the spell slot. Oh, well, yeah. gonna... Okay, so 23. Okay, now you can use your Divine <laughs> Smite. That'll do it. <laughs> 22. Okay. And right. then my second attack. Go for it. 16. That hits. 13. Uh, 13 damage? Yep. Okay. Uh, seeing your uh, compatriot fall uh, to this owl bear, you race over and you uh, your axe crackling with white divine smite energy, you bring it down and uh, solidly hit it. It uh, sort of rears back from your attack and a uh, hoot growls at you. <laughs> and... Uh, Seeing it reared back, you just, uh, once again, swing it around and bring it up, uh, raking it across its front uh, for so that the blood is just, like, pouring out of it uh, as it goes. Yeah. Um, and Kreflin. Oh, my good lord. So now my, my poor arm's been hit twice by this thing, so it's, I'm feeling pretty shitty about it. So I go ahead and recklessly attack it again, aiming for its stupid brains. Okay. Fuck me. Tin. It does not hit. So I like bash it into the ground, pick it back up again before he can get back at me and swing it around my head uh, at his face one more time. Okay, with disadvantage. Right. Fifteen, yes. That hits. Good. Uh, Pick those levels. <laughs> uh, that is a twelve. Uh, damage. Right. So you bring it down with your Thrin war cry and boosh. Uh, it uh, is uh, dizzied by the effect. Uh, and, uh, you know, its eyeballs do the whole like roly poly thing. <laughs> and um, there was definitely a, another like sort of cracking sound you heard. Cracking skulls. Um, Darren. All right. I will finally head over to help my dear friend, Kreflin. <laughs> Yay. Um, Jumping over an owlbear corpse or two, uh, I will hop over, try to uh, place my short sword correctly. Not entirely sure where this displacer beast is, but uh, once I'm pretty sure I got a good shot, I'm gonna thrust it right at the soft spot where its neck meets its shoulders. Okay. It's been hit, so you don't have disadvantage. That's always nice. Uh, a 21. That hits. Uh, 11 damage. Okay. Uh, oh, right, yes, I will bonus action to go for it again. Now that, like, I'm pretty sure where it is now. <laughs> With my... Uh, nope, no, I'm not. It's a, it's a natural one. Okay, um, so uh, Krethlin had all of its attention, um, and you came up and you just stabbed right into its shoulder, uh, and it uh, hissed away from your... Uh, your blade, uh, and saw you coming with the second one and just uh, knocked it away with its otherwise useless tentacle. Okay, <laughs> um, okay the owl bear is going to go and he's going to attack this shiny thing that is in the way of its food. <laughs> uh, 
It's about to be my food. And it's going to attempt to uh, bite you through your yeah. through your splint mail. <laughs> so it uh, clamps down on your arm. Um, you feel the pressure. There may be a bruise, but no real damage. And then it rakes its claws across your shield uh, again for no damage. And uh, it uh, hoots indignantly. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Displacer Beast, now seeing perhaps a softer target. Not that soft. <laughs> as it's not had much luck with the uh, <clears throat> the growling. Well, he's had plenty of luck. Not not the kind of luck that he likes, where it's uh, death already. <laughs> um, he likes hunting, and you aren't much of a hunt. You're more of a, you know, drag out, knock down, drag out sort of thing, and uh, that one looks a lot more uh, lithe and run, uh, apt to run look. Don't forget your shield phase plus two bonus. Oh, I never ever will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, what's your AC? 18. Thanks, St. Cuthbert. Uh, So it hits you with its first tentacle strike. Thanks a lot, St. Cuthbert. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then uh, it goes for a second one and misses. So uh, you take eight uh, damage total. Did you see my dodge? It was uncanny. (laughs) (laughs) Whack, whack. The first one uh, hits solidly, uh, or it feels like it did, but then you like move and absorb some of the the damage. And then uh, you, uh, as you were dodging, it would have hit you had you not dodged and uh, it just brings its second tentacle around. Um, Oberon, would you uh, roll another death save for me? Certainly. 13. Okay, that's a second success. Yeah, boy. What happens at three successes? Uh, You're stabilized, you're no longer in danger of dying as long as nobody hits you. Uh, Bankard? After bringing my friend down and grabbing onto my arm, I'm very, very pissed at this thing. So I'm going to finish it off next time. <laughs> that misses. But I have a second. Oh, fuck. Nine. Uh, so it has learned now to dodge underneath rather than try and rear back from your <laughs> reach because apparently your reach is really long and it does, it's not going to back away from this fight. It, you are shiny and you are in between it and it's food <laughs> and it is indignant. Um <laughs> So, uh, Kreflin, it's your turn. I'll uh, just take another swing at it. Uh, This time I'm trying to swing directly overhead so that I get it like kind of at the back of the skull, trying to kind of break its neck. Okay. Uh, So that is a 24. That hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Uh, 16. 16 damage. What's its reaction to that before I attack again? Uh, it makes sort of like a hacking cough. It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> like like it's got a hairball, but it's a giant panther displacer beast thingy. So it's like a... <laughs> uh, so I just raise my mole and I want to hit it exactly in the exact same spot. Okay. Uh, that is a 25. Okay. Uh, that hits. Um, damage is 10. Okay. You bring your maul up and uh, bring it straight down on the back of its neck, and it sort of um, recoils at the damage. Uh, 
you know, it's been smacked almost to the ground, and then uh, you bring it up and down, and uh, and uh, you hear a, and it just uh, and it collapses to the ground with a sort of. What else can I say? What else can I say? Still an owl there. You still now. have movement as well. Oh, good. Uh, so I spot the owl bear, and I go, <laughs> and I, I just leave my maul like sticking out of the back of the thing's head, and I uh, take up both of my hand axes and run towards it. Okay. Uh, Darren. All right. Uh, I will. There are now. So there are now two of my allies uh, within five feet of this owlbear? Yes. Okay, great. Uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and sheathe my sword. Uh, swords, pull out my longbow, okay. and I'm gonna go for, I'm gonna take the shot. Okay. <laughs> right in its little, two sizes too small owlbear heart. <laughs> oh, there's the, there's the critical, the critical uh, we need, but not the one we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> So first volley of dice is nine. Second volley of dice is 18, so that'll be 27. Uh, 31 damage. Holy Christ. (laughs) Glass cannon. So as uh, your enraged mountain dwarven (laughs) compatriot (laughs) up towards it, you uh, drop your sword, uh, take out your bow, pull it back, let out a half a breath, aim. And then it's just, uh, <laughs> Precision trumps rage every time. Collapses. <laughs> the thing collapses, and I kind of, like, jump up on it and start hacking away with it with both my hand axes. <laughs> I, th- I throw down my axe and my shield, and I go straight to Oberon and cast Cure Wounds. Uh, technically, I have to roll one more death save before you do, but it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. This would be more dramatic if I roll a one. Yeah, uh, it but, would be. Uh, no, uh, I actually, I, I stabilize. I got an 11. So he's, uh, the bleeding has stopped, uh, but uh, he's still in very bad shape and still very unconscious. Yeah, I'll lay on hands. Why not? Let's do 20. Sure. That's almost as bad as the knives. Feeling all right, kid? I'm not. I'm feeling really bad. That was bad. Oh, my favorite jerkin, too. <laughs> you took a nasty hit. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. Hits. Yeah. yeah. They got you. They're beating you up pretty good, I, friend. I lost count. Yeah. <coughs> thanks, Bankart. Mm-hmm. Thank, thanks, Hank Cuthbert. You know the drill. Uh-huh. You took it like a warrior twice your age. Oh, wait. Are humans, are they good warriors twice your age? <laughs> well, maybe. for another 30 or 40 years after that. Mm. It should be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, eventually I come to just like covered in, in uh, owlbear blood. <laughs> drenched in it from head to foot. And... Uh. Uh, I pocket my axes, go back and get my maul, and I start cutting out the teeth of the uh, displacer beast. The teeth? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll nature for me. Nature! Uh, survival, if you've got it. Uh, or no, survival <laughs> or nature, whichever one. Survival. Okay. Because you're just pulling out teeth. It's not like you're trying to skin it. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Uh, that's an eight. 
Fuck, man. Uh, you get one tooth, that, and then all the rest as you try to pry them out are like breaking as you do. You're trying to use like the edge of your axe to like pop them out, and they're just like, kank, kank, you know, like I'm just too powerful for this. Mm-hmm. So I just take the one and I pocket it. Okay. That was a fine showing, gentlemen, but how did they know we were here? I'm not well, sure. These things, aren't they beasts of the forest? Uh, not natural ones. And they usually don't run together, I believe. Mm. Yeah, this feels uh, maybe a little too coincidental. Mm. Um, I look around to see if we're being watched. Roll perception? Uh, 26. Oh, wait. Yes. 26? Oh, oh, wait, oh, wait, hang oh, on, hang on, oh, wait, oh, hang on. We oh, realize we've been followed all along. <laughs> well, let's let's find out. Yeah, we I'm serious. So, um, as you do, um, you, uh, you know, you're sort of like cradling your, your healing wounds and, uh, you look up and as you do, you see, um, an elf with, uh, jet black hair, um, that you've seen before, uh, see that you see him and step into a tree and disappear. That was, uh, I recognize him, I'm assuming from, uh... When we were in the manor, uh, uh, Straxon's manor, yes, he was the gentleman who disappeared. Yes. So I, I immediately point at the tree and go, "There's a fucking elf up in there!" And uh, and I'm like, "Not one of the good ones." <laughs> uh, and, I, and I go, I, I go, I go running for it. I uh, look at that tree. <laughs> I chuck an axe at that tree. Okay. Do I hit the tree? <laughs> I go running with sure. Oberon. Yeah, boy. You hit the tree and you w- run up to it. And you look at it, and it's a tree. And and like so, was he? He was up in a tree. No, nope. no, he was. He was, he was inside he, he the stepped, tree. He was outside the tree, and he stepped into it. Oof. Uh, yeah. So I touch around where he where he was where he disappeared where I saw him disappear. It's just solid normal tree. It feels like. Yeah. I'll cast identify on the tree. I'm I'm pretty sure I know exactly what happened, but I'll cast identify on the tree just to be certain. It's a tree. Okay, no magical effects or anything. Mm. And uh, I kick the tree, and uh, I don't have my, my sword on me, so I grab a dagger and I stab it a couple times and then throw my dagger on the ground and uh, uh, kind of just, like, let out a really, like, long sigh and go, it was that, it was that black-haired elf from Straxum's Manor, the one that tried to take Enna away uh, before he disappeared. That was him, I swear. Call it a hunch, but uh, we may be dealing with uh, Reverian then. It's possible he might have come back to his old haunt. I pick up my dagger and I sheath it and I go back and I grab the the wooden sword and I go, if I were to to make a guess, I'm assuming he, uh, I'm assuming he used uh, some magic to open up a dimensional door uh, to pass through. Uh, yes. I, I have no idea how to follow him. I, I, don't, s- I don't have any idea how to follow him, right? Mm, no. Yeah. I seem to remember some elves from my enclave having magic like that. He could be anywhere, which means he could be following us pretty much any time. Yeah, and f- who knows for how long. Perhaps we've been just unperceptive enough <laughs> not to notice him. Perhaps he's been here the whole time, <laughs> watching our ever move. <laughs> <laughs> but... He may be gone now, maybe. Uh, yeah, looking around again <laughs> and uh, and saying we we should keep moving then if he could appear at any time. Yeah, we definitely uh, 
should do what we came here to do. And uh, I start walking towards the pole that we were feeling, assuming we still feel the, that pole from the stones. You do? Yeah. It leads you to the building uh, made of arches with the... It used to have a roof. Now it, it doesn't. Um, there are vines all the way up. These, like, sort of um, elven, like, more delicate stonework for the windows. And then the door archways are very sturdy... Uh, dwarvish um, stonework. Um, and it uh, leads you to a very large tree in the center of what used to be this building. I walk a circle around the tree. Yeah, uh, I do as well. Looking it over, trying mm-hmm. to see if uh, I notice anything funny about it. Looking for stone, looking for any weird markings. Okay. Uh, as far as you can tell, there aren't any markings. I'm going to, like, run my hand along the bark. Okay. As you do, um, the front of the tree, as, as you run, rub your hand across the front of the tree, um, your fingers slip through the bark uh, until you get to, like, sort of about a quarter of the way around. Hmm. It looks like there might be something behind this. Some kind of illusion, perhaps? Yeah, I'm going to try and poke my head in. The portal to the point of cacti. (laughs) (laughs) As you push your head in, it um, feels like you're pushing your face through um, branches. Um, Ow. (laughs) Like, they're not, like, harmful. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, you're poking your head through, like, basically like a... Still not comfortable. It's not comfortable, but it's not painful. Um... And uh, it seems to go on for quite a while. Uh, you push your head up to your shoulders, and and uh, you don't, you can't see anything. It's all obscured by leaves and vines and things. I think there's something in here, guys. Uh, maybe if we push through, uh, we'll come out on the other side. I'll I think, go. I think, <laughs> it's a, I think it's a passageway. All right, let's let's go through it. Sure. So I'm gonna I'm gonna walk through it, pushing my way through these uh, this underbrush. Uh, before I go through, I'm going to uh, take some rope, tie it to some kind of anchor point, tie it around my waist, and walk through. Okay, everybody's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Um, you push through the branches, uh, and uh, when you come out on the other side, there's another. It's like it's the other side of the tree. Um, except that it is um, in a completely different place. Uh, there, uh, you're in a place of sort of uh, hedgerows and very tall, like cypress-like trees, not the uh, like deciduous trees that you. That is it still winter? S- it is not. Mm, I look around. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's hedgerows and and uh, lots of greenery. Um, you can hear uh, the sound of a slow-moving river as you go by. Um, there's no people in sight that you see uh, at the moment. And um, um, uh, so you all come through. The pull mm-hmm. of the stones is guiding us where? Uh, the pull of the stone uh, is much stronger now. Oh. And uh, it is leading you toward the river. Well, I could use a drink. It feels nice in here, actually. Not as cold. You could use a drink as well, and I take a swig of my big old mold wines. <laughs> hey, uh, Krethlin. Ah, so how far away is the stream? Do we Thanks. see it, or do we have to walk a bit? Uh, 
you can't see it, but it's but you can hear it, so it's not too far yeah. away. The uh, the uh, trees and hedgerows are, are obscuring your view of it, but it can't I'll be follow that far. my ears. Do I have enough rope to make it there? Or am I going to get yeah? Um, in that case, uh, I'll untie the rope and um, you know it's still going into what appears to be a tree, right? So we know which tree we're we're going back into. Hey, good enough. So, all right. And I walk towards the stream as well. Okay, sure. Um, you it, it comes upon you, and it is the clearest, most beautiful stream you have ever seen in your entire life. It's picturesque. There's, um, uh-huh. there's a, you know, you can see like, fish, like. No, trout. Um, you know, uh, whatever they're, what kind of fish go in rivers? I don't know. And, uh, salmon, maybe? Salmon. They're going upstream. The trout are going downstream. <laughs> it's just a, a veritable fish crossing. Here. Uh, well, I, I, cannot, I cannot resist the temptation to lean down and, and taste some of that water. Uh, it is the best tasting water you have ever tasted. This is... Almost as good as that wine. <laughs> I'm splash some of the water in my face and rub away. I take some. a drink. Why not? Hey, you should you should try something non-alcoholic every once in a while. Uh, Swish my hand through it because I don't really trust it. How's it feel? Cold and crisp <laughs> and lovely. Mm. <laughs> and I like take a dab of it and put it on my tongue. It tastes wonderful. You don't necessarily like non-alcoholic drinks, but this is uh, pretty much the best one you've had. <laughs> Looks like we're both embracing our elven instincts a little bit this <laughs> Shut journey. your damn mouth. <laughs> uh, do I see... So are we standing about where the stones are pulsating and pulling us towards? Uh, it's pulling you like um, downstream. Uh, downstream you see a little uh, bridge. Okay. I walk like towards... a little footpath over. I walk towards that bridge. Okay. Uh, as you do, there's wildlife everywhere. It doesn't seem to be afraid of you. And, uh, you know, birds are singing, and you, you uh, walk through and over the path, over the bridge, I assume. Yep. Did okay. you untie that rope? Yeah, I untied the rope, but it's still going through the tree, so I know which tree we're going back to. Why can't all our missions take us somewhere this nice? Uh, well, it'd be, it'd be quite boring if it was anything else. Maybe so. And uh, so uh, it leads you up um, up a soft hill, in like a slow incline uh, to the top where the trees make a ring around the uh, uh, circle around the top, but don't aren't actually on the top of the hill. Uh, and there on a stone pedestal um, is uh, the stone. Okay. Bancard, oh, Bancard, can you read that one? Maybe it'll tell us where we are. Can I read it? Da, Please, da, da, da. This is something in an elvish script. Uh, it still has elvish script on one side, and as far as you can tell, a dwarvish script on the other. Right. But okay, because as long as it's an elvish script, what we can do is have him use his tongue thing, and then we could read the elvish script, and then he can translate it back to us. This is true. We'll use up my third, my final third uh, spell slot. But oh, well, we can wait until we're in town to read it. Do we oh, need no, to I know what it is right now? Oh, perhaps hours. not. But, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Game hack. It's written in Elvish, and it looks like a word that means tree, but that's not the exact right translation. 
then if I had to guess, and I will, I would say that we are in the Feywild right now. I would agree. <laughs> That's possibly written in Sylvan, then. How interesting. I would be prepared for something to happen when we take this stone, but maybe everything will go as smoothly as it has gone so far. I'll grab it. All right. <laughs> uh, a second stone for Crethlin it is. <laughs> and the ding. Okay. Um, so uh, roll a charisma saving throw, please. Of course. Of course. <laughs> the one time when there's a saving throw that I would be useful at, I'm not the one who goes first. Yep. <laughs> Same here. Nine. Um, so as you uh, reach out uh, to take it, uh, you look at your hand, and then you look at the finger that you licked the water off of, and just sort of decide that you need a drink. Uh, and you start walking back towards the, the uh, water. I'll be like, I, I'm going I'm to see that going. Um, do I, can I try and discern his, what kind of spells affecting him? Crethlin, where, where are you going? Uh, sure, yeah. Arcana, would that be? Oh. Yep. Oh, no, he's singing. Control! <laughs> no, no, um... So with my Arcana, I got a 23. Okay, uh, this doesn't seem to be a spell that you, you've ever heard of. Yeah, maybe hit him with a cudgel. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit him with a cudgel. <laughs> Fuck it! Before you start cussing at me, well, did it work? Uh, he uh, sort of trips forward and then is angry and is like, fuck you. Oh, I'm close to the water. Well, all right. <laughs> and keeps going for it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look at Daren, look at the stone, Uh-oh. and I'm going to slowly start reaching my hand for the stone. Are you sure, buddy? <laughs> uh, no, but we do need this stone. It's true. It looks like the Fae have protected it with a subtler magic than the abyss. <laughs> and I must admit, I don't mind the new Kretlin. <laughs> <laughs> I touch the stone. You reach out for the stone? I, yeah, I reach out to grab the stone. Roll a charisma saving throw, please. A 23. Okay. Damn, sister. Uh, you reach out, and for a moment, the, the idea that this place is really nice, and why would you ever want to leave it, uh, crosses your mind, and then you look at the stone, and you're like, wait, no, that's not what we, this, no, and you grab it and uh, remove it from the pedestal. Does anything else happen to it? Uh, the, the light that was sort of like holding it up mm-hmm. uh, extinguishes. And I go, um, what well. Did, what did you see? What, what happened? For a moment, I was very tempted to just leave the stone and essentially not leave this place. Ah, classic Faye. Uh, and I, I, I put the stone in my sack and I'm like, let's go see what we can do about Crethlin. Yeah, I got an idea. Uh, so, like, on my <laughs> way to the stream, I, like, come, a- come across one of those little, like, deer that were hopping around, and I give him a little pat as I pat I'm going to touch Crethlin and use Identify to see if I can identify what's affecting him. Oh, man, I, I really hate to... to rid the world of this particular iteration of Kretlin, but <laughs> let me see what I can do. And uh, I, like, lean down uh, next to Kretlin and I'm like, hey, how do you like this place? 
Hey, I like it a lot. Yeah, you love it. You love being a, a prissy, yeah. prancy little elf, <laughs> just love, like me. I love being a prissy, prancy <laughs> little elf. You love that. You want to do that forever? Every single day of are my you, life. Are you sure? I. Well, I've done all I can do. <laughs> he, it looks like he really wants it. I, I don't know. Wait. I'm gonna go for a swim. Wait. Well, maybe uh, don't. Maybe don't do that. Um. So. Kreflin, these I, flowers are very pretty. They look amazing in your beard. Flowers? Hi. Yeah, just put some in your beard. Oh. Oh. Okay. And I oh, grab some go. flowers and I weave them into my beard. Well. Uh, are you sure? Are you sure a beard really fits this place? I mean, maybe. <laughs> maybe I should. Sh oh, oh shit! Um, uh, uh, arrows fly past you guys uh, just overhead, and on the top of the hill, you see um, seven uh, elvish-looking creatures um, that sort of like imbue, a, a, like have an internal light that's shining out, um, shooting. Uh, arrows at you. Uh, Take the dwarf arrows. and run. Hello. <laughs> Take hey. the dwarf and run. Um, <laughs> Come down. I'm gonna need a little help pulling, uh, pulling, uh, <laughs> Crethlin no. along with. New uh, friends. Got, New friends. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick up Crethlin and book it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, you uh, roll a strength. Roll strength. Uh, twenty-three. Do you allow him to pick you up? How? Enamored with this place, am I? You don't want to leave, but uh, he's not necessarily taking you out to the exit, as far as you know. Oh, sure, put him to sleep. <laughs> uh, sure, and I go. Oh, where are we going? Oh, a nice ride. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So, uh, as you guys run, uh, you get more. Phew, phew, phew. Yeah, we're booking it. Um. Uh, and uh, oh, look at the pretty birds. <laughs> Uh, a badger goes by. <laughs> oh, badger! Look, a little stripey face. A little stripey face. Uh, and um, as you do, uh, uh, as the tree comes into sight uh, where you left, you start fighting against yeah, him. Yeah, for sure. Um, right, and more. I need everyone else to make a charisma saving throw. I got mm. this. Mm, 20. S seven. 20 for Oberon. Uh, Oberon and Bankard um, think this was a really nice place and then keep running whereas uh, Darren full stops oh, for a minute what a beautiful <laughs> morning and uh, it takes uh, an arrow uh, with six damage in your back to make you realize <laughs> that, uh, this is so nice. that uh, you don't want to stay here mm. I'm sorry place I love you but I have to go <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to go. I want to go, and I start thwacking Bankard on the head, just with my hand. Ah, ah, uh, contested ah. strength roll, please. Uh oh, what does that, that mean? You roll strength, also. Everybody, you two roll Ooh. strength. Oh, Ooh, that's bad. Fifteen. Uh, <laughs> two. All right. Uh, so you're thwacking him. Clang, 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 clang. And, uh, <laughs> you're like you brute, you brute, you awful brute. And uh, you. Uh, who was in front? You were in front. Yeah. Uh, you book it through the tree. You're next, <laughs> Darren. Uh, and you uh, 
you're also through the tree. Arrow's still in your back. (laughs) Don't make me go. (laughs) Ah, I push him through. (laughs) uh, You uh, throw Kreflin through the tree. Can I try and give one more squirming push out of it before I do? Pushing this time so you can get there. Yeah, natural 20! Fuck. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay, so Bankard, you can roll as well. I, I, oh, I can't beat it. Oh, okay. So um, he squirms out. Uh, now you're left with the decision to go after him towards the arrows or uh, go through the tree and leave him behind. I'm not running away. I just kind of like flop down like feet splayed and start playing with the flower. Can we maybe pop back out through the tree and all three of us? Well, I don't know if enough time has passed for us to think that something has gone wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, there's some more pretty flowers through this tree here. No, not as pretty as this one. Oh, it's way prettier. You can put it in your beard. Uh, Let's go. No, no, I, I think I'll, I think I'll uh, pick it and wander back to the stream. I'm going to grab drink. him by the back of his uh, collar and drag him out. No, no. Okay, <laughs> uh, you roll a strength throw by yourself. That would be 13. You are just able to pull him through with all his, his scrambling, uh, uh, trying to get the last flower that he can. Uh, <laughs> as you pull him through, as you get through um, the uh, tree, um, the uh, desire to that that sort of happy desire uh, that you were feeling uh, dissipates. No. <laughs> Who the fuck put these flowers in my beard? I've got, like, my back up against the, like, entrance of the tree, my short sword's drawn, and they come out, and I'm like, oh, oh, And I, I, I pull the rope through. <sighs> you put them in there, friend. Oh, don't you bullshit me, you paladin fack. Yeah, did, you did, man. You're telling us how you were just the you, prettiest, pranciest elf. Oh, shut your fucking mouth. You, uh, you pet a deer. I pet no fucking deer, I slit its throat. <laughs> uh, that's not what we saw, buddy. Yeah. I you truly were... love the world where you can believe whatever you want to believe. Regardless of what actually happened. <laughs> Come on now. It doesn't suit an elf as pretty as yourself to get that mad. Um, so, uh, roll perception, guys. Uh-oh. Three. Nine. 21 for Oberon. Ten from Darren. Um, As this is going on and everybody's entertained, Oberon, uh, you notice that it's dawn. Guys, how much time has passed? No, but a wee couple of minutes. Classic Fae. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Uh, As good as it was, I don't know if it was worth the time we spent. Well, (laughs) we got the we got the stone. We did. One step closer. Uh, I'm gonna. Collapse and sit down against this uh, against this tree. Oh, not before pulling that arrow out of my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I'll patch him up a little bit. You said six damage. Oh uh, well, I have also I also have some leg wounds from an owl yeah. bear. I got smacked Kre- around by a displacer beast. It's been a rough day. Kreflin and uh, and uh, both Kreflin and Darren don't look so great right now. Mm. Shit. I don't know. Kreflin looks amazing. With Have all you seen flowers. the flowers? Ah! I tear the flowers out of my beard and, like, eat one of them. <laughs> it tastes really good. And it makes, it makes you want to go back just a little bit. It was a nice place. It was, wasn't it? 
One day. One day I'll go back and not get shot. <laughs> um, well, we should keep moving, especially because we have no idea how much time we've lost. We right. need to find a place to rest. Yeah. Gotta get our horses back. Let's see if we can find ourselves uh, a shelter back at the uh, elf home there. And uh, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on both of them real quick. Okay. And I'll be out of first level spells. Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> Grethlin, five. Uh, Darren, eight. So Thank you, you uh, head north. Um, Back towards where they have our horses and all that goodness. Mm-hmm. You uh, um, are greeted by um, a number of elves that appear out of the woods. Um, some drop down, some step out of trees, and uh, the one that you knew before uh, appears. Uh, Marielle, I believe. She she steps forward and... Uh, we thought you were lost. What, what happened? How, how long have we been gone? I know it's a strange question. Nigh on a ten day. Oh, uh, no. Lord. Uh, we may or may not have found passage into the Feywild. Into the Feywild? That does not seem possible. Oh, well. And yet, a lot of strange things have been going on lately. We also uh, believe we may have seen uh, uh, Reverian. Reverian? The uh, Elator. I'm sorry, I do not know that name. Uh, Better for you. Perhaps perhaps we could uh, get one more audience with the uh, Lady of the Woods before we leave. Of course, she shall be uh, delighted to hear that you have not perished as we thought. We found. Yeah. So are we. We found. Afternoon uh, for us, ten days for you. It's been crazy. That does sound like the Feywild, but all the doors to the Feywild are accounted for. Well, you may want to check out the one in that tree in the center of the arched building in the cursed temple. Oh, you must speak to the Red Lady yeah. immediately. Follow me, please, as quickly as you can. Do so. Look at that service right away. (laughs) Uh, So she leads you, without any pomp and circumstance, right uh, into uh, the sitting room that you were in before. The Lady of the Wood steps out and out of a a room to the back and says, My friends, welcome again. I am so glad to see you. We thought you were lost. Thank you. So did we. (laughs) Yeah. Um, apparently we've been gone for ten days. To us, it's only been an afternoon. Uh, we found a door to the Feywild. No, that's not possible. It happened. <laughs> that, uh, cursed, uh, cursed location you sent us to seemed to have a door there. It was, uh, very nice, and, uh, it seemed to keep us there a little longer than we would have wanted. Well, that does sound like the Feywild. <laughs> but all of those doors, we monitor them. We've found them. Well, uh, there may be one more. Did you collect a stone? We did. We did. May I see it? I present it. You don't... Oh, you do have it. That's right. You have three now. I have three. Okay. That's Um, cool. I only only wanted one anyway. (laughs) Oh. I'm sorry you're mistaken. This is not from the Feywild. No? It is from Arborea. Oh, I don't know what that is. <laughs> oh. Do I know what Arbor? It's where Arbor Day comes from. It, uh, <coughs> it is. It's written in Sylvan, just here. It is a a plane of Elven and Fey. Uh, I did not know that there was a door. Oh. She stares that- at you. F- she stares at the stone for a while, and then uh, slowly hands it back to you. You are 
lucky you were able to leave it all. It is, it is known to keep all of its visitors there. They do not want to leave. Well, it was a nice vacation spot while it lasted. It wasn't easy <laughs> getting out, but we managed it. A few of us managed to resist the charm. That is impressive indeed. You should be thankful. The fae, and sad to say, the elves there are not friendly to those who take things from it. Oh, we noticed. Uh, <laughs> Darren may have taken an arrow to the back. Are you all right? I seem to be I doing all right. Thank you. Now, I wanted to ask, uh, would you happen to recognize uh, Reverian Elator on sight? Have uh, you seen him? He has not. I, I doubt he has changed much. Well, uh, we saw a dark-haired uh, elf uh, popping in and out of the trees, and uh, you wouldn't happen to know if displacer beasts and owlbears are native to this forest, would you? Uh, owlbears, uh, there are some on occasion... Uh, they have been known to to inhabit this woods, but displacer beasts, those are from the unseelie court. Well, uh, they, they serve as what you would consider attack dogs. Well, we were attacked, bo- attack dogged by, in fact, both of them. And uh, quite on... Un- together. Uh, yes, working right. together. And when we uh, had finished, we turned and saw a dark-haired elf retreat into the trees. Well, uh, Reverian did have black hair, but so did all of his children that I met. Maybe so. Maybe we've got a whole crime family on our hands. Are you still speaking in... Yes. Yes. So so I don't... I still... uh, I'll I'll translate. Right? Oh, you've been translating, Banker? I'll I'll translate for you. She's been speaking in common. Right. right. I've just been Uh, being an asshole. (laughs) uh, Unfortunately, I'm, I'm unable to discern age amongst elves. I don't have that. It is not an easy feat for those who are not elvish. Um, and even for those who are sometimes. We've crossed paths with this dark-haired elf before. And lived to tell the tale. This was not Reverian. <laughs> he, well, uh, he actually was uh, a while back in, in Baldur's Gate. Um, <laughs> there was a point where uh, uh, Enna was imprisoned, uh, captured more, uh, and was uh, being questioned, I believe, by uh, a few different elves. Uh, one of them was this elf. He attempted to grab Enna and teleport away uh, using uh, a magical ring of sorts. Enna's um, brother, then, maybe. Perhaps. Uh, she, she was the only daughter of his eight children. Well, then. <laughs> if you were to encounter Reverian in person and he attempted to kill you, you would not be living. Well, then we will avoid him in the future. Now, we were planning a trip to Silvery Moon after this. Is there, uh, do you happen to know of any dangers on the way there? Only that of bandits and the other elven tribes who occasionally will not uh, allow visitors through the the high forest. Well, we know that you don't control those, so thank you for everything you've provided to us so far. I was wondering if you could direct me to the grandfather tree. Uh, it is to the southwest of here, about a half day's journey. Well, perhaps I can convince my party to uh, make a stopover before we leave. Of course. It, it is uh, heavily guarded by those elves that are not under my control. I would suggest you proceed with caution. Then perhaps it's not worth the trouble. Ah, well. 
How bad would you like to see the tree? We can discuss it later. <laughs> I, I am sorry, uh, but you have, in fact, interrupted my rest. Ah. Uh, if you would be so kind as to excuse me, you're welcome to stay here as long as you need to recuperate. Um, our druids will happily uh, cure your ills, um, but I must uh, take my leave with the uh, waxing moon, waning moon. Mm-hmm. Terribly sorry to have dis- disturbed you. We will be out of your hair. <laughs> uh, and she, you know. Elf. Elf's off. <laughs> elf's off into the chamber from whence she came. Uh, I'm really glad I didn't pick that habit up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, she's offered you uh, a safe passage uh, as far as she can help you towards Silvery Moon. Also, you're welcome to stay in the uh, elven settlement uh, as long as you should need. And um, is there anything you'd like to do before you head on your way? Well, I want to stay here a night. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, so uh, they set you up in your own little treehouse um, and provide you with good food, mulled wine, uh, nettle wine, really any kind of wine that you can think of, uh, <laughs> and um, bid you good night. That is where we will stop for today. Damn. Fade to black. This podcast has been brought to you by ENPC Productions, all rights reserved. The Essential NPCs podcast is not affiliated with, endorsed, sponsored, or specifically approved by Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast and Dungeons & Dragons are trademarks of Wizards of the Coast, LLC, a subsidiary of Hasbro. Go to dnd.wizards.com to find out more.